You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, Right Side Radio. Like the man said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. I'm Phil Williams, your host. We're here 2 to 5 every day, and right now the time is 3.07 on Wednesday. It's hump day. Made it through halfway of the week. And, uh, Copper, we got just a few more days, and like then it'll be fry like my daughter likes to say. I suppose so. Uh, it's 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 going to be good. We hey, listen. Uh, before I go any further, I got to tell you guys over and over again about Otter Creek Farm. It is one of the best kept secrets in North Alabama. It's not much of a secret anymore, though. I mean, after Donald Trump Jr. stays there and they get featured in Garden and Gun magazine, it's kind of hard to stay a secret. But but they are literally a destination site. If you, it's a wedding venue, it's a wing shooting destination for pheasant and quail. It is uh, hundreds of acres, manicured grounds, uh, beautiful facilities. They've got amazing chefs on staff who will do things uh, for meals that you've never imagined. And then on top of that, uh, they've got overnight accommodations. Just picture a retreat in the countryside, but when you get there, you recognize you're at a resort in a sense. And uh, ottercreekfarmstead.com is their website. Check them out. I think you'll be impressed. Hey, listen, I want to bring on a friend of mine. You know, I've, I've said multiple times on this show already in the three weeks that Right Side's been on the air that we've got to have good people in office. We've got to have people who are willing to step out. And, and, and there, are, there are still, you know, heroes among us, if you will, that there are people who are saying, not on my watch, um, that, that, who know that they are not alone and willing to take the message of, of doing conservative things, uh, often godly things, I would hope, uh, into the public forum. And one of those is a guy who's coming in. He's sitting right here in the studio studio with me. Uh, we are uh, acquainted from, from years back. Uh, my friend Mark Gidley, he's Pastor Mark Gidley, actually, from the Faith Worship Center in Glencoe, Alabama. 23 years in full-time ministry, 21 years before that in business, which makes him sound rather old. But nonetheless, uh, he's not. Uh, he's got his master's in divinity, and he's also got an undergraduate degree from Lee University. He is running right now for one of the few open seats uh, in the Alabama legislature, where another friend of mine, uh, Representative Becky Nordgren, who's been on with me in the air before on the air, uh, has chosen not to run again because she was elected to a, a different local office. And uh, so Mark Gidley, a pastor, is willing to run for office. So, uh, Mark, welcome to Right Side Radio. Phil, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be on with you today. And by the way, talk about all those years, I just started real young. <laughs> <laughs> Went to work when you were six. How's I'm that work? telling you, man. I, I mean, you had to work that work ethic right from kindergarten, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, listen, uh, brother, I, I've known you for a bit. Uh, I, I, I do have a sense of your character, I believe, but uh, I think it's fair for, for folks to uh, to hear a little bit about you. But then I really also want to get into why are you doing this? I mean, Mark. Are you sure this is what you want to do? Well, let me say, this has come with a lot of prayer and a lot of contemplation and a lot of counsel. Uh, you know, the Bible says in the multitude of counselors, there's safety. So I didn't jump into this without uh, garnering people around me uh, to, to say, hey, you know, what is this about? What are you hearing? Uh, a lot of those were people in the political realm, but a lot of them were people in the spiritual realm, people that I'm uh, friends with in, in, the, in the Christian community that I have confidence in, uh, that I believe that if there was some roadblocks or anything, that they would hear that. Uh, and everywhere I turned, God was giving me the green light. And uh, so through my prayers, through the counsel of many others, I felt like this was an open door and a time uh, for me to step up to the plate and literally do feel what I have encouraged and told people to do over the years. Uh, you know, we as 
as as Christians, as people of faith, um, it's important, I think, that we, and, and I think one of the mistakes that the church world has made, or the Christian world, let me say it that way, the Christian world has made, is that we have had this idea that uh, uh, that uh, the church and the government were separate, they didn't need to have anything to do with each other, so we've backed away, uh, and, and we've, uh, we've allowed... Uh, we've allowed people to step up to the plate that really don't always possess our values. They don't always hold to the values that we hold dear. So they're holding the reins, and we're suffering the consequences. So it just really has been on my heart for a long time that we must be involved. Uh, you know, is, you know, from from our experience in the past that that I've been involved. I've been, uh, you know, I, I've met with uh, people that are running for office and try to get their ideas and their values and see where they are and that kind of thing. But then when this door opened, it was like something was punching me in the rear saying, okay, it's time to take that to the next level. All right, so let me ask you this, because uh, uh, I, I agree with you. Christians have to get into the, the forum. They have to get in the mm-hmm. public arena. Um, there's a whole lot to be said. You know, Teddy Roosevelt's speech about the man in the arena mm-hmm. is, is someone who's willing to get into the blood and the sweat and, and to not be that person who stood idly by and watched it happen, but they got in the mix. Exactly. And then I also uh, just, uh, gosh, I guess it's been – Mm, three years ago, I think, thereabouts, uh, I actually stood on the steps of the Capitol, or right next to the steps of the Capitol, when Franklin Graham came and spoke, mm-hmm. and he said, if Christians do not get into the public arena, they will literally have to stand by and watch what happens. And Absolutely. and and so I, I agree with everything you just said. Now let me hear you comment on this, because as somebody who also loves the Lord, and I don't mind saying Jesus is Lord right here on the radio, right. but as someone who has that level of faith, I, used to, I spent years in full-time ministry, I, I occasionally would have the usual detractor, somebody who was trolling me or somebody who was out there just you know being belligerent but their response to me was you're you're just trying to inflict your faith upon me you're trying to go down there and make everybody look like you and I don't believe like you so you're going to wind up representing a large swath of people should you get elected how would you uh, anticipate literally uh, working on behalf of folks who do not believe at all like you believe you know one of the one of the things that really amazes me is the best friend to a liberal is a conservative. Ah. Okay? <laughs> and liberals don't understand that. Uh, they don't understand that people on the left, for the most part, I'm not going to put everybody in the same barrel. We understand we don't do that. But a lot of times those on the left and those who hold, uh, you know, uh, those leftist uh, socialists now we see values really won't, in, in many cases, want to take away the freedoms of, of those because they primarily want people to do whatever it is they tell them to do. Whereas on the other side, uh, someone that believes in liberty, somebody that believes, people who believe in, in our Constitution and the way our Constitution was founded, and most of the time that's people that are more on the right, more on the conservative I side. Agree, I agree with that. Uh, will give those people the right to believe whatever they want to believe. But, I mean, I mean, I, I, I agree that I should, you know, I, we should impose the right values. But understand that a conservative is more it is is more on the side of those who say, well, if I don't want to believe anything, I don't have to. Uh, so that's why I say that the best friend of a liberal is a conservative. That's a great point. Okay, and what a great answer. Yeah. And uh, so House District Twenty Nine. Yes. Uh, and my recollection is it's a, it's a chunk of North Alabama. Being a House District, it's not as big as a Senate District, but it's still got a good chunk of ground. What all areas would you represent should you be elected? It would represent, say, a large portion of East Etowah County. All right. Uh, uh, Hoax Bluff uh, goes into North Gadsden, part of Atala, uh, Duck Springs area. Then it also reaches up to Sardis. Uh, then it reaches over to DeKalb County with uh, uh, Crossville and uh, Collinsville kind of splits Collinsville, and then of course reaches over into Calhoun County, 
in the uh, uh, Webster's Chapel community up toward Piedmont. doesn't go into Piedmont, but up toward that area coming out on Highway 21 down below Piedmont. So that gives you a general description. covers parts of three counties, uh, about 43,000 people uh, in the District 29. Okay. So um, as you're running for office, um, and we don't know yet, to my knowledge, there's not anybody else declared for the office yet, have they? I, have, I haven't heard anybody else. Republican or Democrat. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. So you're the first one in the race. Yes. Uh, long way between now and November 2022, though, bro. <laughs> it is. It is. But, uh, but, you know, it, uh, it, still, you got out there early, and, right. and you know, the, the, the first is with the mostest, I guess. Yeah, there you go. But you uh, go. all that to say, um, how does your, how does your um, so you're just still a full-time pastor. Exactly. And, and, and Faith Worship Center, I, I will be honest, when I was when I was literally running or currently in office, then in, then in office, y'all were an extremely supportive group of people. Mm-hmm. And I can remember times when um, y- y'all literally called me over and some of the uh, uh, prayer warriors in right. your church right. uh, wanted to pray for me during periods that we were either campaigning or working on key issues. Right. Um, how does your church feel about the pastor running for office? They're very, very, very supportive. I, I'm, I'm extremely blessed uh, with a, a great, surrounded with some great people. Uh, here's kind of their response. They said, Pastor, we're not surprised. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because they know that I have been very involved in this realm now for a number of years. Uh, that they, they know how I really in, encourage them, how we need to be a part. We must vote. Uh, and and we must be a part of this process. We must be a part of what goes on in our nation, our schools, other things. So they know how I've really been supportive of that. So uh, when I made this uh, uh, announcement to them, and I actually announced it to them before I ever made it public because I didn't want them to hear it somewhere else, uh, they've all been extremely supportive. Uh, when I did my kickoff event last month up at the falls, uh, that was my team that that came in and set up everything and or most everything and and. Uh, uh, sign people in and all that kind of stuff, you know. And uh, so they've been very supportive, and I've been very appreciative of that. Of course, they've had a lot of questions. What's this going to entail? That, you know, that kind of thing. But still, uh, because they're concerned, of course, but yet they've been extremely supportive, and I'm, I'm very blessed. Very well, blessed. I would expect no less knowing that group of folks. But right. uh, I will also say this. Um, you're going to find, my brother, if you, if, you, if you prevail at Election Day, that uh, this is what Charlene and I used to call my full-time, part-time job. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so there's, there's days when you're thinking, hang on. This is supposed to be part time, and it's it's gonna. <laughs> right. But but I think I think knowing you, um, uh, I I do not imagine that you're going to do anything halfway. Right. And and there's right. going to be days when it becomes full time because you could have gotten off with less, but you chose not to because mm-hmm. that's that's what I anticipate you're going to do. Right. And and my my church knows that. And and again, I'm blessed with a great group of leaders who uh, who step up to the plate. Uh, you know, as we've just walked through this COVID thing for the last year now and a few months. Uh, we immediately, once we realized that we were going to have to postpone services for a little while, we immediately put teams in place that were calling people, staying in touch with people and that kind of thing, because I knew I couldn't do all of that. And uh, so I'm surrounded with some great people that, that really, really do a good job, and they will they will definitely keep things going at the church because because they know this is going to be some responsibility here. Well, it will be. Um, but um, I made a comment earlier in my opening monologue. Uh, I, I call it the right side way. But in my opening monologue, I said you can you can delegate your authority, but you cannot delegate your responsibility. Mm-hmm. And at some point, um, I, I recognize you're gonna 
you're going to wind up doing those things that you need to do because it's it's it, the buck stops with you right. when it comes time. Um, listen, we're going to wind up going to a break. Can you hang on through the break? I hope absolutely. All right. Well, listen, folks. If you're hearing uh, the show right now, all over North Alabama, you're listening to a guy uh, who is um, still an active pastor. Uh, he's a he's a minister of the gospel, and yet he has determined that his time is now for such a time as this to run for office. I find that to be just just amazingly good and refreshing. But it's also something perhaps you're taking encouragement with. Maybe you're going to hear something today that empowers you to uh, say it's time to take a step out. Hey, listen, it's 770 AM, 92.5 FM. We're also streaming online. You can find us at rightsideradio.org. So if you're running out of range, you can still click back on and stream the show live. We've got plenty more to come where you've just heard so much about business and running for office. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. We're going to keep feeding you the message. It's all worth hearing. We'll be right back. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the talk giant of North Alabama. Phil Williams here hosting Right Side Radio, and uh, we like to say it. I'll say it often. I hope you're not getting tired of it. This is the mantra, solid, conservative, and just plain right. And this is your show, by the way. This show is wholly designed for no other reason except to let you know that as a conservative out there, if you're watching the world go crazy, believe me, you are not alone. We're here to empower, to entertain, to educate, to enlighten. We're, we're there for you. I want you to be able to walk away from this show every single day with some nugget that just made you feel better about where you are and what you're doing and the fact that there are others around you. And like my wife Charlene says constantly, don't worry. There's more of us than there are of them. And it's true. And listen, uh, one of them, one of them uh, us is, is in the studio with me. And right before I get back to my friend Mark Gidley, though, I got to tell you guys about my, my, my friends over at ZLA Solutions. If you're not familiar, ZLA Solutions is putting people back to work all over the state of Alabama and doing a great job at it, by the way. If you're looking for work, go to their website, ZLAUSA.com. They've got jobs posted right now. If you're an employer looking to hire more people, Go to ZLAUSA.com. Check out the website. They can get people into your workforce. They can recruit for you. They can help you retain. They can handle your management, your logistics. All said and done, ZLAUSA.com. That's my friends at ZLA Solutions. They like to say, we don't just make it, we make it better. That's ZLA Solutions. Hey, listen, uh, I'm talking to my friend Mark Gidley. He's the pastor at Faith Worship Center in Glencoe. 20 slide years in full-time ministry, been in business prior to that. Uh, and, and Mark, now you're running for House District 29. The election of 2022 is going to be before us before we know it. Mm-hmm. And, and you're looking at trying to join the House of Representatives. Um, uh, brother, you, you're obviously a man of faith. We talked about that in the last segment. But tell me this. You get down there to Montgomery, and there's any number of things. One of the things that I quickly found was you can't know everything about everything, but you can find those places that are your niche. And, and so you begin finding those things you care about deeply and you want to go fight for, and that's what becomes your specialty, so to speak. Is there anything that you look at and go, man, when I get to Montgomery, the kind of bills I want to work on are, what would it be? Well, uh, thank you, Phil, for that question. And, and let me say this quickly before I move into that. You know, Phil, I, I live 
right now on property my great grandfather homesteaded in 1858 out in Hoax Bluff. So my my roots go deep in in that area. My roots go deep in the uh, the East Etowah County, East Alabama area. So I'm real connected with the values of the people there. So I first of all want to represent the values of District 29, uh, and that, that doesn't mean I'm not going to represent everybody, no matter what the values are. But I do believe that there's very, very deep-rooted values in this in this area that we live, and I want to protect those values. Now, one of the things that is extremely at the top of my list is life and the sanctity of life. Mm. Uh, I've been a board member of the Edwell Pregnancy Testing Center now for some 11 years. I'm also I'm the uh, vice chair of the board uh, as as we speak. So life is extremely important to me, and Alabama has been a crucial state in one of the states that has put forth so many pro-life bills. And we know that the one of the one of the, the biggest, I believe, holocaust uh, in America ever is the 62 million children that we have uh, not allowed the constitutional right to live. You know, our Constitution says that every person has the right to pursue life, liberty, and happiness. And when a child is formed and conceived, it becomes a living being soul, even though it's still in the womb of the mother. It deserves the right to live. So we have not given those 62 million children the constitutional right to live. Uh, I will continue to fight for pro-life. Another is education. Uh, education is so important. And, and we see so many things today, I believe, that are trying to undermine the education system. Uh, I have uh, a lot of family. Both my daughters are teachers in the Etowah County School System. My son-in-law is a dean at the Gadsden State Community College. So I have deep roots in the education system. Uh, one of the things I want to do is help our education system in every way that I possibly can to be as strong and, and to, to give them the tools that, that I could bring to our district to help them to, to teach our children the values that make this country great and what they need to have a successful so life. You just hit on, Mark, you just hit on uh, several points that are, that are you know, hot buttons for me, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a, a very pro-life legislator, still a very pro-life citizen Absolutely. right now. And, and then also education is so key. And right now we are ranked 50th in the nation in right. our K-12 education rankings, 50th. And if you look at the math statistics, we're actually 52nd, which means that we are, I mean, how do you, how do you get to be 52nd? <laughs> exactly. So, uh, brother, I want to thank you for being on the show today. Thank you for uh, this opportunity. Well, absolutely. And, and and I I think we could do it again. And uh, absolutely, I'll look forward to that. You, you've got you you you've got a you got a, a face for radio and you got a voice for radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I don't know about the face part. <laughs> well, listen, folks, uh, that's my friend, uh, uh, the Reverend Mark Gidley, who is still an active pastor, but he is running for House District Twenty Nine. Interesting to hear, isn't it? But guess what? There is no disparity in my mind there. That, that is literally someone who happens to have a faith who also happens to want to serve in the public arena. Right. There is no disparity in finding someone of faith that wants to serve. If you're listening to this, maybe that just empowered you. Hey, this is Right Side Radio, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Plenty more to come. You're going to want to hear it all. we got a business segment coming you're going to want to hear about. We'll be right back.